Pickaxe. Arc 2, Episode 21 of the DNR Podcast is brought to you today by DiceEnvy.com. They have acrylic dice, metallic dice that you could buy in sets by themselves. They also have a fantastic subscription box where you can send yourself something a little cool every single month or a friend if you're not feeling too selfish. It's a fantastic time of year to give things like this to people who are into tabletop gaming, who are into D20 systems, who are into just collecting dice, to be honest, because... I have tons of sets of them, and I don't even play in person with other people. Check them out and let us know what you think. Let's do that thing! Where we go around the table to introduce ourselves. I'm Jason, I'm the Dungeon Master. Going around the table, start with Alex. Hey, I'm Alex, and I play Brayla, the Halfling Bard. And Jamie! Hi there, I'm Jamie. I play Tatiana, the human rogue. And Karen. Hi, I'm Karen. I play Callie, the elven druid. And Ian. Hey, I'm Ian. I play Calden Halek, the half-elf sorcerer. And Jameson. Hey, I'm Jameson. I'm playing Larg, the half-orc paladin. And last and certainly not least is Valerie. Hey, I'm Valerie, and I play Elena, the human fighter. So, in the pre-show here... I uh, I prepped you guys on what happened last time. You're all pretty much caught up. You're ready to go? Yes. <laughs> totally. So your situation currently, <clears throat> you are in this temple. And uh, you have in your possession the Bell of Vecna. And also some scrolls and, and, and stuff like that from the previous owner. Braylon was keeping watch and heading toward the building... At least it looked like they were lurching forward. Were these stitched together uh, creations? They're they're definitely made from people, but they're not made from the same people. It'll be like a torso of this, an arm of that, a head or two uh, of this thing, and they are closing in on the front doors of this temple. What would what would Braylon do at that point? Okay, Braylon is invisible currently, uh-huh. so I'm good. Can I look around the like? I'm look. I'm assuming I'm looking at like the front door of the temple, right? Like the yeah, front it sounded entrance. like that last time. Yeah. Okay. Are these? Is this like closable front door? Front doors? Yeah, totally. How big are they compared to me, though? Because this is always, you know, this is always going to be a problem. Um, they're actually they're just regular sized doors. It's not, uh, you know. Eight foot, foot tall, reinforced, all that stuff. These are these are pretty standard wooden doors. Mm, okay, and how far are they from the door? Like a couple of feet. Uh, I got some time. Like what? Let, you got some best... time. You definitely. Th- these things are about uh, like twenty five feet away, something like that. The closest one is about twenty five feet away. Okay, I'm gonna try and close the door as quietly as possible. Okay. So maybe they think the wind closed it because I'm you know I'm see through right now. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you what. Give me a stealth check. Ah, balls. Just to just to see, it doesn't have to be high. Did I get advantage because I'm invisible? I would say yeah. Yes, like yellow. What? Oh, I guess that's not bad at all. Okay. 
So you can walk up to these uh, these front doors, and there's kind of um, there's kind of a a front room situation here. So there's the big front doors in the front, and then there's a there's a small room you're in, and then you back up, and there's another set of double doors that close. So I'm guessing you're just closing the front doors themselves and 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 shutting them to like kind of you're gonna hear a creak, like, click. Okay, cool. Uh, can I? So there's another set behind me. Yeah. Or there was another, okay. I'm gonna do that again. I'm gonna run behind those. A little. <laughs> I run run back there. And, try to <laughs> and no need to really do a stealth check on this one. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing like okay, that. Okay. So I close. I close the second set, and there's like a. I assume it's some sort of bar or something to like brace them. Well, I mean, this is uh, this is a temple, so it's not really meant to. It's not meant for like oh, if this building comes under siege or something like that. It's not like a shelter. This is more of a a place of worship. It's meant to be open all the time. Those doors only get closed when it's you know raining out and stuff like that, or they're closed or something like that. Uh, so I I wouldn't say that, but you can barricade it absolutely. Okay, let's do that. Let's barricade it. Okay, so the party is probably going to notice Braylon doing this. Would anyone get curious? Uh, yeah, Calden will uh, see this door moving. And do we know that, like, has Braylon done this before? Like, uh, Only with Tatiana. She's she's seen me do it, but I don't think anyone else has. I would assume, you know what, at this point I would assume, like, maybe maybe everyone, except Lark, everyone would know because we've been traveling along together. Okay, okay. So you, you know my repertoire is increasing. Yeah. yeah. Um, then Calden will, like, see what the, like, Braylon reinforcing these doors somehow and see that it's like sort of ghostly and the first thing he'll he'll do is snap up and be like Braylon is something wrong <laughs> Braylon's gonna be panting closing trying to barricade the door monsters people f- fused together a lot of them outside we, just, we gotta find a way to hide we gotta get out of here and Colin will like whip to Larg and be like is there a back entrance out of this temple uh, excellent question. Is there a back entrance to this temple? <laughs> there is not. There is no back entrance. Okay, that's not to code. Um... <laughs> you know, if we get these people back, we are going to find the shit out of them. <laughs> Where's the fire uh, marshal? <laughs> are there any like windows that are kind of accessible and, and big enough or anything like that? Excellent question. You know what? I'm going to share a map with you guys. Hold on a second. Oh, good. That's always the good side. <laughs> I'm sure I get maps. for reference. No, bullshit. <laughs> no, that means we're going to get back. <laughs> reference for where you die. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh fancy. Oh. See, this is why I like getting the map shared, because there's always something cool like this. Ooh, it's, even called, it's called church and everything. <laughs> oh, yes. I see what you're talking about. The front was right down there. Yep. Ah, oh, wow, damn it, Alex, you fool. Why is it why why are you a fool? Because it's such a like a shitty door. I should, might as well just let him come in. Like Well you think, barricaded think, it. Yeah, but Kelly's right there's gonna like step over like, oh cute cute door, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see all those uh those black marks? Yeah. All of those are windows, and everything up front are these beautiful um these these slightly reinforced they're, 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 they're tempered just these stained glass windows just beautiful right but there are some clear bits where you can see out um, obviously smashable uh, too if you're trying to get out 
Or in. <laughs> Again, yes. Technically, <laughs> totally. <laughs> so Largo, he'll kind of shake his head like, no, there's no other doors. And he'll look at the windows and think about it and be like, I don't want to break those windows. How many of them are there? Uh, I saw, I mean, I saw like, I know I saw three clearly, right, Jason? Yep. Braylon will say, you'll hear a voice. I saw three, but probably more. Uh, yeah, I'll go to the window and see if I can see out um, whichever direction. Okay. Do me a favor. Give me a perception. Give me a nice, juicy perception check. Mm-hmm. Oh! Very oh, juicy. I didn't see. Was it good? Was That's it your good first hit? crit. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, Lara's going to take a bunch of stuff in here. For starters, there are more of these things. Um, They appear to be kind of slow and shambly. They are monsters. And I'm not talking... uh, I'm talking in the most literal sense. Some of these things are just stitched together arms with sort of a head attached or eyes, like loose eyes. Um, uh, They are horrifying. Uh, And each one of them shambles in a different way. Do you remember the video game Spore? Do you remember how... (laughs) Do you remember how you could create different things and then the video game decided, I guess it would walk like this, and it would just animate? That's basically what these things are. They are... Some of them look... uh, kind of uh, Frankenstein-esque the, the, the monster and, and, and they're just stitched together cadavers and they are moving. Some of them are purely either mistakes or experiments or something they are, they should not be uh, none of these should be but some more than others Okay, so I've got two follow-up questions. One yes. um, th- it looks like they're clearly headed toward the temple, right? Uh, it looks like they're being attracted by something, yes. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, and second, they're they're clearly undead, right? Yeah. They okay. are not. Uh, they are not living anymore. It also appears as though there are four heading toward your uh, heading toward your side, the the side you're looking out on here. Okay. And you right, add that to the three. That you, no, hit me. <laughs> now, how cl- how close is the closest one that I can see? <sighs> the closest one is probably about 35, 40 feet away, somewhere in there. Again, okay. they don't appear to be crazy fast, but they do appear to be... You're guessing that they're more numerous than what you're seeing here. Mm. Okay, so... Uh, Largo sort of peer out the window for a second and then spin around and be like, they're coming here. We need to go. There's no way. Out. There's no other way out. We need to leave out the front now. Brandon's gonna like sigh. Ugh. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're gonna hear a knock at the front door. Um, not so much a knock, more of a thump. Okay. <laughs> Too late. I was gonna say that's confusing. <laughs> yeah. Um, Calden will say um, it doesn't sound like the front's an option anymore. And then he'll go over to a window, a window on the side that they're not, like the furthest away, um, and uh, take out his hand crossbow and just smash the glass with the butt of it, um, like holding his head away. And then he'll uh, toss the hand crossbow to 
where he last saw Braylon and say, Braylon, catch. I think you may get more use out of this than me. I'd like to think that he throws it at nothing and just falls yeah, on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like skins across the floor. You just hear, you just hear like, Braylon walk over like, pick it up. <laughs> and then he'll like motion to everyone else uh, like out the window. Guess we're jumping out the window. Elena wants to go first. No arguments here. So you are climbing out of the building one by one, right? And you're you're trying to climb out on the side opposite uh, that Larg was looking out of. Mm-hmm. Okay. And like for this, like if they're from the front door, then probably I don't know which side Larg was on, but like probably one of these like northern. Uh, northern windows, whichever okay. side is furthest away. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to have you outside of this church. Um, as soon as as soon as everyone gets out of the building, though, like we all land on our feet, and Calden is going to like look at everyone, and his eyes are going to go wide, and he's going to say, "The horses." Uh oh. Oh, my. What do we do about the horses? Well, I'm sure once we tell Taryn that there were giant monster zombies stalking us, he won't mind so much if the horses got eaten. I was gonna, oh, I can't, you can't see me. I was going to say he shrugs, but you can't see me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and who's to say that these things want to eat horses? Like, they're being attracted to something. I think it's the bell. And Calden will like look down where where he's got it. Um, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, where should we go from here? This note mentioned this Mox was going to the mine, maybe to find someone. Um, should that be our next our next uh, move? Larg will nod. What about the Black Hand? Their goonies are still headed towards the city. Well, if the Fang are are still headed, there's no one here left for them to um, hurt anymore. And maybe, perhaps, they'll uh, be dissuaded after they see what's left in the town of Donhurst. (laughs) Maybe even a few of them will um, get unlucky with some of these monstrosities. We can put the Black Hand on pause for the moment. I think what we have to do now is somehow break this curse, figure out a way to bring these people back if we can. And he'll look at Larg and say, we'll try and bring back Mox and his father and this Ellen and as many people of Donhurst as we're able. Mm, Calden's going to point to the smoke and look at Larg and say, "Are the mine? Are is are the mines there?" That's the direction of the mines, right? Yes, that would be the direction of the mines. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> and, <clears throat> yeah, he'll look at the mine, the smoke. I go, yeah, that's where they are. We gotta, okay. we gotta get everybody back. Do the mines usually create smoke, though? Nope. 
While everybody's talking about this, can I like make a perception check, <laughs> like peek around the corner to see how many of these things have gathered? Uh, absolutely, yes. Well, Ooh, well, okay. <laughs> I'll see. A four, a four is good, right? A four is good. <laughs> I think they left. I think we're good. Plus one. Uh, so. <laughs> Mostly, it's going to be sounds. This um, this big courtyard, it, it's going to reverberate. So it, it sounds like they're coming from everywhere. And they might be. But looking around the corner, you're definitely going to see them moving toward you. They are not as slow as, let's say, a zombie uh, or, or walking corpse normally would be. But they're definitely not sprinting. They're not like your friend the Kuklor, who is chasing you down the street and stuff like that. They, they, they are moving at a... A walking pace. We're not friends. I told you that already. I know. <laughs> it wants to be your friend. No. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Let's give you a terror hug. <laughs> so you have options at your disposal, is the thing. Um, and how many... Sorry, I know we've asked this a bunch of times, but how many, how many are coming around? Or how many are there? Like, four? <laughs> there were four on the one side that... Uh, that, that were there moments ago and then in, in the front there were at least three. So that gives you seven. Okay. And the, it, it, I, I would say this. One, it sounds like there are more of them than seven. Oh boy. Okay, uh, uh, mine sound like a pretty good idea kind of. Yeah, let's not waste any more time. Larg, show us the way. Okay. Break off into a run toward the mines. All right. While running, at this point, it would not be too terribly difficult to avoid these things. But they are definitely... They are definitely following you. This is... A, if, if you had any doubts up until this moment, all that goes out the window, right? Like, they, they are definitely following you. <clears throat> uh, they will turn and open their mouths. Sometimes they have two, three, four mouths. <laughs> And just bellow into the sky, and and just that it looks like they are trying to claw at the air to get some kind of leverage to pull themselves toward you. That's that's how desperate they are to get to get to you. So Larg has kind of changed um, tactics instead of kind of barreling ahead and hoping everybody else keeps up. He's sort of almost shepherding the group at this point. He's got a shield in one hand and his uh, holy symbol wrapped around his fist in the other hand. And um, and he's kind of making sure that everybody's together. He's guessing where Braylon is, but everybody else, he's, he's keeping them together. <laughs> oh, but Braylon is very close to Lark. I would say almost <laughs> like, like every time. It's like with a dog that like you almost step on sometimes. And you're like, God, get out of the way. He's like, sure. right, yeah. There's yeah. a little crossbow bouncing around. That's true. Actually, I believe it becomes invisible as yeah. soon as I touch it. Yeah. Oh. That makes Solid. sense. That adds up. I was just going to say he's in part of doing that. He's also basically putting himself between the group and whichever one of those things is closest. And I'm not going to make you roll anything yet because again, a light jog, uh, a decent run will will keep you out of range of these guys for the most part. But it is getting thicker, uh, more congested. The, the the closer you get to these mines, the more of these things you're going to see. Um. As we're running, Calden is going to, um, like, look over to Callie and be like, Callie, can you conjure any flame? Um, 
only a little bit, honestly. Just enough, really, to light our way. Just my hands. A little bit, I think, is all is all we're gonna need. And um, Keldon's gonna like stop, um, pull out one of his like vials of oil, um, oh. and just sort of like wait for some of these guys to like get group like group up or like get you know like get around and then he's gonna chuck one of his oil vials or oil jars at at these things Ooh! oh and then i can shoot fire at it i'm so excited (laughs) (laughs) that's such a good idea that's a really good idea that's a good callback so this uh this 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 jar is going to break and oil sloshes everywhere cascades and some of them are going to slip a bit some of them are going to regain their their footing some of them again are made up of multiple legs or hands and they they have a much sturdier footing than some of the others and they're going to continue to crawl toward you is Callie going to light them up oh yeah light them up I like her hands oh like only one I think it I can't think I could do both so like both of her hands are gonna like flame up, and she's just gonna toss like a like a little ball of flame at the spot that Calden threw the oil. These things are gonna go up like a Roman candle. They are uh, insanely flammable right now, and they shriek uh, e- even more otherworldly um, than normal. And they are most definitely in pain. Uh, just perpetual flamey pain. And uh, the ones that got caught up in in the fire are going to start to keel over. As the other ones behind them are closing in, they are going to stop just shy of the of the flames. And that's going to give you guys a bit a uh, bit of an advantage getting away here. Yes. And then we good call. And then we keep running. Yeah. Keep running to the mine. Oh, I imagine the sound is just horrible and the smell. Oh god. Like just like a piercing scream and moan and like just a horrible burning smell. You ever see The Thing? Oh god, yes. It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, that's it's right up there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The mines. Who would like to do me a favor? And uh, be the first one to kind of peek around the corner here and 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 see what's going on with the mines. I think I should be because I'm, I'm invisible. That makes right? sense. Still, I feel like I don't have much time left on the visibility. Yeah, it's not it's not a ton. Yeah, running around the yeah. city and doing all okay. that stuff, not much. Probably Perception. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Wow. That's good. Well, you've <laughs> you've definitely found the source of the smoke. Uh nice. If you were to guess, there was an explosion or something here. Uh, There is this column of thick black smoke kind of coming out from the mines and and, and going up in the sky. The mines are sort of on the edge of town here, at the edge of the city. And this... It doesn't look very hospitable for a couple of reasons. One, the thick black smoke and and, and all that. And two, the fact that uh, more of those things are littering the area. Uh, and it seems like there are more than a few either coming uh, coming out of the entrance of the mines or just sort of hovering in that uh, general vicinity. 
Are like guarding or just patrolling or just like kind of wandering about? They look like they're wandering about. Mm. Okay. I'm going to go back to everybody. Be like, uh, we might have to fight our way through there. Uh, there's some of them just kind of lingering, man. There's a lot of them. Is there any other way in? No, this is it. No, no well or any, um, any excavation route or anything? I mean, <clears throat> Jason, I don't know how much Lark would know about the mines. Give me a wisdom check. Okay. Ooh, wow. So, you know a fair amount about the mines. Okay. That is the main entrance in and out. That's the uh, that's that's pretty much what everyone uses. Um, up until now, again, the the mines haven't seen a ton of activity. Uh, the 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 last several months have seen the most activity they've probably seen in in years. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, this this smoke this is not indicative of what usually goes on. Um, so someone either set off some sort of charge down there, or a fire, or something terrible happened. Uh, and and the the monsters are a new addition as well. Okay, well while we're like I guess we're hiding somewhere, right? And the sun's going down, and we see these guys shambling about the entrance. Uh, Brown's gonna pull uh, Elena, er, Elena, Tatiana, Larg, everybody, basically everybody. He's gonna be like, okay, look, I think if we can try and reverse this ourselves, we have we have a shot at stopping this here now. He's like, but Calden, did that scroll? Did it really look that hard to do? I mean, I just gave it a really quick glance while we were in the temple. It's, I think it's doable, but the risk is great. I mean, you can see what happens if something with a spell of this magnitude goes wrong. Yeah, yeah, I know that that Mox kid. He really, he really did a nice one here. Uh, and he's gonna look at the rest of the group. If we can maybe work together and stop it, and you guys cover our back, and I'm assuming there's gonna be some, you know super crazy spell mark or something where the, these monsters are being made or coming from if you guys can cover our backs maybe we can reverse it are you saying we go in the mine he's gonna be like yes yeah whoa 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 whoa, whoa. don't don't get all don't get all all angry right now tati let's 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 think about this for a second what else can we do want to leave this place yeah let's walk straight through all those golem things again right or you want to ask the fang for help no thank you Braylon makes a good point, and Mox was going into the mine looking for somebody or something to help him. Who knows if he found it, but there might be a chance that we do, and it might be a way to help reverse this. Even if there's no one down there, I'm I'm willing to try. Can't we just do the spell right now, like where we are? Why would, Why do we have to go in the mine to do it? That's a good point. Uh, Brennan's gonna think of. He's gonna look like he's thinking out loud, and he's gonna look like he's adding numbers on his fingers for no reason. Three, four. Well, I mean, the kid wanted to go in there to get someone, but did he need to go in there to, to complete the ritual? Uh, can I can I like, con, con, now that we have like now that we have a minute, can I look over these papers and see if I can like figure any of that out? Like, I know his letter. I know what his letter said, but from that ritual. Is there some component or specific um, location or something that is required of it? Um, do me a favor. Give me an Arcana check. Gotcha. Uh, whoop. Uh, 20 is good, right? Is a 20 good? <laughs> <laughs> That'll do, I guess. <laughs> yeah. 
I suppose. <laughs> okay, I want to lay this out very clearly for everybody here. This is an option. Totally, 100% is an option. It comes with a share of risks. One, whoever's working on this, uh, this, this, this is a ritual that needs to be performed kind of precisely. Again, you brought up, you could see what happens when things go horrifically wrong. The way Mox made it sound was that they were not up to the task uh, magically, just not magically inclined enough to pull this off or not, not studious enough, whatever. So they were looking for somebody in the mines that could help them. Now, if you feel like you are up to the task of doing this, then essentially what you would need to do is find some kind of quiet place, something, or at least uh, a place where you will not be touched. Uh, it's going to take a lot of concentration, and uh, if something were to strike you or something like that, that could really screw things up. So you need to find some place where you'll be relatively safe to do this. Two, it's going to take time. Um, about 10 minutes or so to really, really cast this. Now, you're going to need the Bella Vecna. Um, and you're going to need some patience, basically. Okay. Um, got it. Uh, dang. All right. So, like, um, I guess what I, I guess what I want to know, I guess what I want to try and figure out, and, and maybe we can all, like, figure out how to do this is, like, what, who, what's in the mine? Like, what would be in the mine that Mox would need? I guess that's what. I, so, so, uh, uh, Calden will look at Larg and just sort of like, uh, can you think, of, if you're from here, can you think of anyone, um, that is in the mine, lives in the mine, anything special about it that, um, that they might seek out for this spell? Jason, am I misremembering something last time about a. We we found something about a demon living under the mine. No, you are not misremembering that. Okay, <laughs> I was going to say. Wow. Where do, where, I wish where, you were though. <laughs> but where do we see that? Was it in those papers? Yes, it was. Okay. Uh, essentially, and if you were at this point, you guys got enough pieces of the puzzle that I think you're piecing this together. Uh, Mox really screwed up. And instead of bringing someone back from the dead or saving someone that they were, that they were, that they cared about, they ended up releasing a pretty substantial demon. To do all this? That is not a low level demon. You are dealing with something horrific. We're talking probably way above your pay grade to take on single handedly. Sounds great. And we we're about to go in there. That was okay. Okay, okay, that makes sense. All right, yeah. so Demon is down in there. Yeah, <laughs> so um, Largo just kind of like shake his head and be like, you know, I think he might have been talking about the Demon in the mine. That might have been it. I see. I don't want right. to do that. <laughs> then yeah. you should get the fuck away from the mine. Yep, I agree. Still look I agree. really agitated. Yeah, Braylon will be behind her shaking his head. Yep, move uh, far away. No hook shots, please. No flashbangs. Definitely don't <laughs> want to do that again. All right, if we're going to attempt this, I'm going to need somewhere where we're not disturbed, or at least I can concentrate uh, for some time. I don't know how long, as I've never performed this before, but it's going to take some time for me to understand it and for me to perform it. 
but I'm willing to try if we can find a place like this, somewhere safe, or somewhere that we can defend. How close is the nearest uh, guard tower to where we are? Um, not far away at all, actually. That's that's totally runnable. So yeah, he'll he'll point to that and and he'll say, "How about there?" Yeah, I think that will do. Um, if we can get there. Okay. So I guess he'll take off and sort of like leading the group again the way he did before. So there's some good news and bad news here. Uh, the good news is that you are going to get to this tower uh, unscathed. Like you, you, you're going to get there. You're going to weave in and out. The bad news is these things are definitely uh, honing in on you. And they are moving toward your location. Now, the guard tower itself is a pretty decent place to fortify, right? You got, uh, you, you got some, you know, reinforced doors right off the bat. Um, you have elevation. So even if they did break in, they're going to have to climb to get to whoever's casting the spell. Uh, the problem here in terms of cons is you don't have a ton of room to move around. And if they do get in, there's not a lot of maneuverability. Is there like little window perches and such? Yeah, actually, there'd be. Yeah, it's a, it's it's kind of a lookout tower type thing. So yeah, if you were to get up top, totally. I think that's probably what Tatiana would do. She'd take out her bow and perch herself right up in that little window to start keeping these things away from the door. Before, or she leaves. Uh, Brown's gonna grab her. The back, like, hey, wait, wait a second. And he's gonna like motion her to come down, like, and I face to face. Okay, hi. What? He's gonna put a hand on his shoulder and look at her and say, "Look, I know we have our differences, but you're really fun to hang out with. So I don't want you to die, and I don't want to die either." Okay. So he's gonna give her a little like bardic inspiration and say, "You're the best shot I've seen in a long time. Please don't fuck <laughs> up." <laughs> she did win that contest. Yeah, he's gonna have a little smirk and he says, "We all know you're pretty good." <laughs> I need you to be better. I need you to be better than me this time. Just this once. I'll allow it. Just this once. Just this once. Uh, she'll look back at Braylon and she'll say, "Thanks. I'm glad we're on the same page about the dying thing." And she'll head up. Okay. And then he's gonna go to uh, he's gonna go to Lena and say, "You two come here." Okay. She'll she'll come over to him. He's gonna do the same thing. It's gonna be a different talk. I know you cut Calvin's hand off. It's totally <laughs> cool. We forgive you. I forgive you. As you my best bud, uh, you're a pretty good friend too. I think you're strong. I expect you to do what you could not do with that wheelbarrow thing. I expect you to lift one of these guys off and throw them over if you get too close. And he's going to give her his last bardic inspiration. Um, Calden will also, uh, while uh, Braylon's handing out bardic inspiration, he'll give to Tatiana. He'll say, um, to Tatiana and, and Elena, he'll say, here, in, in case you need it, this seemed to work pretty well. Um, and... Callie knows what to do, and he'll give each of you um, his last oil things. So, okay, I was going to ask for those, but also, what is the tower made out of? Is it made out of wood? <laughs> we'll throw it away from away. From. Well, I just like like worst case scenario. <laughs> well, yes, wood. Yes, <laughs> oh, it's a tower. Yes. What else? Oh, Do we have time to maybe like um, pour a line of oil, like kind of in an arc around the door at the bottom, or nah? Let's see. 
Uh, do me a favor, roll a flat T20. Okay. Huh? I'd say yes. Cool. I think I want to do that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take one of the oil jars and I'm just going to pour like a line a safe distance away and then like have it prepared, ready to go in case anything gets too close. Nice. And then someone else, someone else has one to, uh, just like a full one. Does Tatiana, or I guess Elena, you can I give it to Elena. Okay. So this is You're very starts- important. I need to know where everyone is going to be. So there's a picture. This as a ground floor. And then there's the elevated portion, right? So the top of this, the top of this guard tower, um, will have vantage points to shoot down and stuff like that. Ground floor is your first line of defense, making sure that these things do not get in through the doors. The elevated part we can see outside. Yep. Okay. Uh, Callie will be up there. Too. Can can Calden go up there to yeah. uh, cast? Is there is there enough room? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, to do, am I helping you with that, or am I defending too? It's up to you guys. Basically, what are you putting a premium on? Are you putting a premium on casting the actual uh, the actual counter spell, or buying Calden enough time to cast the spell? Because Arcana's not very good, so I think. Braylon, he knows a little bit of magic, obviously, because he learned from the mentor, but it was all, like, accidental, you know? So I think he would help defend. I would be down there with Larg and whoever else. Is Elena going to be down or is she going to be on top? No, Elena's going to be down there. And, like, okay. is is this the ground floor of the tower? Yep. And so we're letting them go into the tower before no. we start fighting them? You are trying to... Uh... Well, okay. This is, I guess that's another thing. Do you want to be outside? Yeah. Interesting. I want to be outside. Okay. Oh, to and like have somewhere to bad, fall back retreat. to. Sure, yeah. sure. All that calculus is coming in handy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Everybody, the situation, uh, the situation here, just to let everybody know at home, Larg and Elena are just outside the front doors of this tower. Right now, there are five of these golems, uh, that are going to be closing in. Braylon is just inside. Um, he cast Bardic Inspiration on some people. Up top of the tower, we got Calvin, who's getting, uh, getting ready to cast this counter spell. And we have uh, Callie and Tatiana up top uh, getting a vantage point on these on these golems to fire down on them, I'm guessing. Yeah. All right. I have really scary music playing, too, in, my back, in the background. Something's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, do me a favor. Roll initiative. Oh, fuck, I forgot how to do that. Oh, my God. Oh, there we go. Hey. Oh, crap. Crap. <laughs> Four is good, right? We've established that. It's better than my natural one. Uh, oh, yeah, one's good, right? Oh. One's, real, one's real good. <laughs> so you guys are about to uh, you're 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 about to attempt something pretty damn big, and if you pull it off, this is no small feat. Activating the Bell of Vecna is not to be trifled with. You guys are this is big deal. This is this is this is not small potatoes. So are you ready? Go big or go home. Let's do it. 
Tatiana, you are up first. Alrighty. She is going to uh, attack with her short bow, and she's gonna, she's each time gonna try to do whichever one is closest to the door, basically. Okay. So this one would be golem number one. Okay, and I gotta add a d6 to my attack because I have bardic inspiration. Woohoo! Alright. Well. That'll hit! Oh, perfect! I need the d6. (laughs) Perfect. And then uh, damage. Yeah. Six damage. She hit it in one of its gross mouths. Oh, <laughs> 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 the sound effects that you guys cool put into this. Boop. All right, this thing is going to take an arrow, uh, like right in the shoulder, somewhere in there, just uh, to, and and just kind of keep lurching forward. Uh, let's see. Flesh Golem number one is going to march forward here and target Elena. And it is going to try and slam down these these beefy, like this this big uh, like pendulous forearm type thing. Just kind of use gravity and just kind of slam at Elena. 13, that's going to miss. Ooh, perfect. I have a thing. So, this golem misses me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I can use my reaction to uh, strike back at it. I will spend one superiority die and make a melee weapon attack against it. Okay. So, let's... That'll hit. Perfect. Then I also get to use my that superiority die in my damage. So it's going to be... This is regular damage, okay. and then... Seven damage. Masters of the game. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's going to be nine damage total. Anything else? Oh, no, that was me. That's, it's it. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to bring up... That's going to bring up Flesh Golem number four. Hum. Boop. Going to target Elena. And gonna another 13. Going to miss. Cool. And that brings up Elena. Okay. I'm going to keep going at uh, Flesh Golem number one. Okay. So I will slash it with my longsword. That is definitely going to hit. And damage. Eight damage. Um, and that's going to be it. All right, Braylon, what do you want to do? So Braylon's like standing in the doorway, right? And he's kind of like like a baseball player on base, kind of just like bending the knees, waiting and stuff. And he just sees Elena dodging hits and cutting them up. He's like, oh man, yeah, yeah! He's getting all hyped up. He's gonna use one of his bigger spells. Dissonant Whispers on number four. He's gonna, like, whisper stuff as he plays the instrument. What are you gonna Uh, play? 
Ooh, I want to play because it's Dissonant Whispers. I think I've done this one on the show before. I'm going to play Careless Whisper again. Okay. What? Did he fail? Uh, fail the save, yeah. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. He takes 3d6 psychic damage and must immediately use his reaction, if available, to move as far away from me as possible. He doesn't move into obviously dangerous ground, such as fire or a pit. If he succeeded, he would take half damage, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Whoa. Oh, hell yeah. Ooh, 12 damage. Yeah, so the music just flows from my mouth, and I'm, I'm never gonna dance again. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I imagine the flesh golem, like, stops, like, lurches a little bit, and then starts moonwalking backwards. Yeah, all yeah, kinds I don't of... Get to... I don't get to hit him, right? No, nah, because you used your reaction already. Yeah. On the first guy. Oh, you only have one reaction? Per round. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that that was a thing. Okay. Yeah, it's to make it so that no one comes off as a superhuman who can be everywhere <laughs> at once. Which you would definitely have been if that rule did not exist. You would be it's, just slashing these fools. Yeah. That's You'd true. You'd basically be a Cuisinart. Just, just... <laughs> <laughs> it's a magic bullet. Uh, I'm done. I'm finished. All right. Puts the loop back. Light this lineup pretty soon. Colin, you ready to try this? Yes. Yes, I am. What do I need to do, boss? I think it's time for a skill check challenge, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh. Yes, it's not me this time. Oh, my God, <laughs> boy. <laughs> I believe. Where's my bardic inspiration? I believe. That this is our first skill check challenge of the season? Really? Oh, glad to be here for the inaugural skill check challenge. And this one's for all the marbles, ladies and gentlemen at home. This is a big one. So many marbles. So many marbles. My heart is going so fast. What if it fails? Like, what happens? I don't know. We didn't talk about it. (laughs) We're going to find out when it If, if. Not when, if. Don't talk like that. Yeah, there we go. When? (laughs) <laughs> Did you say when? <laughs> <laughs> so, the way this ritual works is you're you're up there casting and you're 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 doing your thing. Now, uh, for every failure, obviously things things are going to start to go wrong. Things are going to go bad. Um, the, the, anywhere from this uh, this counter spell starting to do damage to you, or uh, your allies might be under some stress and and torment from these things down here. But we're not thinking about failures right now. We're thinking about successes. Mm -hmm. Positive thinking. Yep, that's it. Just keep succeeding, and uh, nothing bad's going to happen. Now, each time that you succeed, the the check is going to go up a little bit. Are you prepared to give me your first Arcana check? Yes. Okay, go for it. Here we go! Yeah, yes! <laughs> oh my god! Uh, do they still count Chris as two successes or no? Uh, we won D and D, right? We won. I I we think you I think you just win D and D. We all pack up and go home. Um, <laughs> that is a crit. Everything is fixed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so oh boy, Colden will like. Let, like un- roll out the bell and lay it out and like kneel nod to uh to um Elena and Kali 
and just sort of go into like deep concentration, start like reading the words on the scroll. And as he does, the bell just sort of like raises up in the air and like rings and the ritual begins. One thing I I gotta mention is when we're finished this, you're gonna have to give that bell a good ring. By the way, Alina's not up there with you. It's Tatiana. Tatiana, yeah, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I didn't say how many successes and failures here. <laughs> Ooh, okay. okay, so you're hiding it now. Hiding is a strong word. No, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> so that'll do it for Calden Lark. Your turn. All right, so Larg has had his the chain of his holy symbol basically wrapped around his fist since they left the temple. Uh, and as these things start coming forward, he basically is going to hold it up in front of him and start marching toward the one that's directly in front of it, in front of him. Mm. He's going to start basically chanting in uh, a different language, um, celestial for anybody who understands it and it sounds like he's basically barking orders at it as he marches towards it and the holy symbol is going to start to glow brighter and brighter and brighter as he gets close to it and as soon as he gets in front of it he's going to complete it and basically he has turned undead ah what so everything makes everything within 30 feet of him makes a uh, wisdom save Okay. And if it fails, it runs away for a full minute. Interesting. Ooh. Is what? it creatures or enemies? Any any undead or fiend in the area. There are no Acturonuses. Nah, there are no Acturonuses <laughs> on this team. <laughs> I'm not a fiend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what is a fiend. The demon. demon. Okay. And I'm not that? You are not that. That we know of. That we know of. Twist. All right, let's start. Uh, what's the save? Eight it's plus like proficiency eight. plus mm-hmm. uh, charisma modifier. Your modifier, yeah. So that would make it 12. All right. Let's, let's, start, uh, let's start having them roll. Ooh, wow. They got dick all for... <laughs> 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 so uh, on their turn, they have to move or they move Basically. now? Um, yeah, they'll start moving next time, you know, for their turn, and then for a full minute afterwards. All right. So let's just go down the list here. Oh my god, Larg! Holy damn! if they damn. take damage, it, it hurts it. That one succeeded. Yeah, that one's... Three? three is good. Okay. Ooh, four is good. Oh good, the one I got right in his face. <laughs> And five is bad. So one, two, and five have been affected by this. All right. And he's just going to post up in front of it with his shield. All right. So a flesh golem number five is going to start to move away from all of this nonsense. Uh, flesh golem number two is also going to start to move away and sort of shamble... Uh, shamble back away from from Larg, and it, it appears as though they, it, it almost causes them physical pain to be near Larg. That 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 uh, that type of thing. Callie. Okay, 
So, since Larg is on the other side of the oil line, she's not going to light the oil just yet. But she is going to light up her hands with her flames. Uh, or, yeah. And she's going to offer her hand to Tatiana so that she can light her arrows on fire. Ooh. Oh, nice. And I guess that's all I can do on my turn. <laughs> <laughs> Flesh Golem number three is doing just fine, though. It's going to shamble right up to Larg. Target him. And miss. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, that'll bring up Tatiana. Alrighty, so Tatiana is going to uh, light her arrow ablaze. Thank you so much, Kelly. Um, and she no is problem. going to shoot an arrow over at uh, Flesh Golem number three. Or I suppose number one is closest, so number one. So you're playing a game of Space Invaders up top. Basically, yes. <laughs> okay. Ooh, okay. Sweet. That is definitely going to hit. Cool beans. Yeah. Nine damage to... Let's see here. Does she get to roll extra damage because of the fire? Yeah, I'm looking... Let's see. Let's see. It's not extra damage, but the golem now takes disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the end of its next turn. Yes! I take it. That's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> nice! That's pretty sweet. Yay, and teamwork. that's two, one. Wow, that is... That poor, that poor golem. Anything else? That'll be it. Oh, man. Flesh Golem number one is going to start to make a hasty retreat. One, two, three, four, five. Trying to get away from Larg. And number four, however. Huh. Two, three. The Dissonant Whispers thing is over now, right? Um, Let me check. It just doesn't. I think it's only for that one time. Okay. She's his reaction, yeah. So he like catches back his senses, he's like, ooh, ooh, and then comes back. Right. Okay. So here's what we're gonna do. Uh, let's see. Flesh gun number four is gonna move up to Larg and slam and miss, and that'll bring up Elena. Okay. Um. Let's see. So, much to Callie's chagrin, Elena is also going to cross the oil line <laughs> and uh, try to attack uh, Flesh Golem 4. Oof, that is that is going to hit! Wait, wait, it does? Yep. Oh, okay. These things aren't uh, really wearing any armor or anything like that. They're all fleshy, yeah. Oof. yeah. They're probably like, they're like uh, what's it called? Col- uh, Chansey's from Pokemon. They have like a lot of HP. They just keep pumping them. They're like, ha, whatever. <laughs> Jason, is this a chancy? Are we fighting chancies? <laughs> Where are my Pokeballs? <laughs> I wouldn't want to catch one. That's that's all. Uh, eight damage to the golem. Anything else? No, that is it. Braylon, your turn. Okay, I'm not going into the kill box. Uh, so... I'll move kill box. That's what that's, I can think of in that. It's Iron Man 2, kill box. <laughs> I go one, two, 
three. And I'll use... I'm still targeting that guy. My bad. I'll target this one. I'll use another level one spell slot to cast Dissonance Whispers. Same thing. Never gonna dance again. Alright. Oh, super fail. That's a super fail, yep. So, let's see. Flesh Golem number three. Yep, as it comes to damage. What? Ooh. Ooh. 16 damage, and it is going to move away. <clears throat> as he moves away, Lark, do you have any reactions left? Yes, I do. You take Uh-oh. a swing at him? You should. That's up, that's up to you if you want to keep it for something else. I don't know. Your call. Yeah, I might as well. Well, I don't have what. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll take a whack at it then. What the heck? Which one was it? Number two? Three. Three. I wasn't ready. Oh, jeez. Oof. Oof! I'm sorry, no! <laughs> that is a crit miss. We're going to roll on the table. Larg is embarrassed. Receives a negative two penalty to attack rolls against the target until you successfully hit the target with an attack. <laughs> That's not the worst thing I've heard from a fumble table, but it's like the most embarrassing. <laughs> it is. That sums it up nicely. <laughs> After that wonderful moment, now I'm bashful. <laughs> I think that's all for me. After I see Lark, like, he's like, oh, oh, I'm like, oh, wow. Oops. <laughs> Calden, are you ready to try this again? Yes. Needed that plus two. That is another success. Oh, what? (laughs) Needed that plus two. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, Colden's eyes do that thing where they just like turn into light and he's just reading the the thing. I guess a little sublimation will start like coming off of him as his magic is starting to like uh, work into this um, ritual. Is there anything, like, happening around, like, environmentally? Around the bell, there's going to be just this uh, just this subtle bit of air movement. Like, it's going to feel a little breezier. It's going to feel a little... Uh, there's a bit of a chill kind of coming off things. And it's kind of tough to see whether that's from Calton just using magic, or if it's the bell itself doing something. So... That's another success. Congratulations. Not out of the woods yet, but that is a definite, that's a definite good thing. Larg, your turn. All right. So he's going to try to recover from the miss and swing at the one in front of him this time. Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. It's a second crit miss. I am so stupid. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. Larg is embarrassed. Again? <laughs> yes. Oh, man. If I have more inspiration, I would go there and like help him out. Like, come on, you got this big guy. But I don't have anything. So. <laughs> Larg is just going to walk away with his head down. Oh, it would be really funny if one of the golems was just made up a bunch of dicks, and that's why he's like, kind of weirded out. There's so many dicks on it, and he's like, (laughs) oh my god. All right, well, (laughs) that's my turn. Oh, that is terrible. Uh, Let's see, number five is just gone. Um, How long does turn, turn undead last? Full minute. 
Full minute. Oof. Well, that ten round or how many? How much seconds each round, Jason? Uh, about six to ten, something like that. But, yeah. So it's it's a while. Yeah, and then however many rounds to come back, I guess, right? Yeah. So two is gone. Callie, you're up. Okay, so Callie's just gonna keep handing out some fire. Um, but I so like so I'll just keep offering my uh, flame hands to Tatiana. But I definitely do want to keep an eye on Calden as well, just to see, like, make sure he's not struggling too much. Just you know, throwing that out there. Yeah, this is only going to get more challenging, more difficult. It's like, uh, it's that, it's that thing where he's checked out, like he is completely engulfed in the in the thing. Once you start the counterspell thing, it's not, uh, it's it's not light reading. This, this he is gone. Yeah, right yeah. I guess she's just like looking for signs of stress, basically. Mm. Oh boy, howdy! Flesh column number three is gonna gonna move back here. And going to, hmm, gonna target Elena and use slam. The one against Elena hit. 16 <gasps> damage to Whoa. Elena. Doofy, doofy. So these Whoa, things do not man. hit often, but when they do. Okay, that is the end of the round. A couple of friends are going to be joining the fight. Yay. The eagles? Are the eagles coming? The eagles. <laughs> oh my god, if it's Klikors, I'm gonna fucking lose my shit. <laughs> god damn it. Fuck <laughs> me. <laughs> so let's have them roll initiative. 20. Oh good. And the second one is going to roll. I can't use magic on these things, by the way, guys. They cannot hear me. 18. That'll bring up Tatiana. So, you're going to be... Things are going pretty damn well on the ground right now, except for, you know, Elena just getting hit. But that's the first time that any of your side has been hit by anything. And all of a sudden, streaking onto the battlefield are two more of these Klikor. Um, obviously they, they represent a huge shift because they're not slow and shambling. These things are fast and brutal. Right. Um, and I think at this point, because of the experience that the group has had with these before, Tatiana's probably going to switch her actions over to the Klikor. Okay. Oh, that's totally going to hit. Yeah. Core number two is going to take some damage. Nine damage. Gorgeous. And uh, that was on fire, but... You know what? Give me uh, give me an extra d6. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, all right. I'm not going to complain about it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Boom. Anything else? That is it. Oh, man. These Klikor rolled real high on their initiative. They fast. Yeah, they, they did. are fast. Uh, number one is going to uh, charge up uh, to Braylon. Hi. How's it going, old friend? <laughs> Target Braylon. And swing. And that'll hit. Oh, my God. 16 damage. Ouch. Big ouch. 
Mm. Oh, I have one left. <gasps> oh no! Holy oh. crap! I'm gonna die. Okay, and the second Quakor is gonna move here. Target Larg. Clawing claws is gonna miss. Uh, let's see. Flesh Golem number one is still affected by that. Uh, Flesh Golem number four is not gonna target Larg. Gonna slam. Gonna miss. Larg's built like a tank. Do you know that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know. So, Elena sees that Larg is currently surrounded. But she also sees behind her that Braylon just got hit and he's not looking good at all. And she just met Larg. So she's going to disengage from these flesh golems. Okay. And then she's going to move here opposite of Braylon. Okay. Um, and then action surge to attack it. Okay, let's do it. Um, right, okay. So, yes, that's what I'm doing. And... Oh, that is gonna miss. Now, I, I don't know how it works. The, the inspiration... inspiration? Is that like a one-time thing? Yeah, it's, is a, that one, like... it's a one-time. You can use it once and it's gone. Well, then I'll use it now. Okay, let's go. Let's do is it. Is that a, another... A is D6. that a D6? It's a D6, Black yeah. D6. Okay. I make the 15. That is just gonna miss. Ah, no! Okay, okay, <laughs> then, fine. I will use a precision attack. Uh, I can expend another superiority die and add it to the attack roll. So you are throwing everything at this thing. So that's obviously going to hit because there's no zero on a die. So <laughs> you got it. Okay. Well, mark that down. Another superiority die. So that then means you have two just... left, right? Two. Uh, yes. Okay. Seven damage to the Kokor. Hey, Braylon. How you feeling? I feel a little woozy as I am bleeding out all over the floor. Uh, I am going to... Okay, so I heard Rob do it, and I wasn't sure if we could do this, so I haven't tried it. I'm going to shift, right? Or uh, I guess move here, and I'll be okay? Yeah. Swipes? Okay. I'm going to have to bust out my bonus action healing word. It is my last level one spell slot. Available. Hold on. Let me so things are starting to get desperate here. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all I get. I get that. Heals. That was my bonus action. And I'm going to just, I guess, attack the Klakor with a. Oh, we get an advantage. Uh, I'm an uh... asshole and forgot that when. Uh... When Elena was throwing everything in the kitchen sink at this time. I totally forgot. It's okay, I did too, and I'm the one who moved there for a reason. (laughs) Back and try to, like, because I can only hit this thing with uh, regular attacks. My magic doesn't work on it. My cantrips, I should say. 
Does it uh, say it has to be able to hear? Because yeah. oh, you like weave magic, like it's all my stuff magic. is voice components V V V S, uh, and it says for vicious mockery. I throw an insult, placed with subtle enchantments at a creature I can see. If the target can hear me, though it need not understand me, it must succeed on a wisdom saving throw. These things do not hear. Can you flip at the finger? You can't see either. They don't have eyes, remember? <laughs> Can you do it in Morse code and stamp it on the ground? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm, I'm gonna have to. Right, I'm gonna, after I shift and do that, I'm gonna shift. Can I move back? Yep. Because that's my movement's breaking up, and then I'm gonna do. Oh boy, this is gonna suck. It's just a regular rapier attack, I guess. Let's do it. Oh god. Nope. Uh, you didn't <laughs> roll with advantage. Oh, even worse. <gasps> I don't okay, take that. One. Dropping that one. Dropping that one though. That's three. Okay. So Braylon basically like moves away for a second and talks to him. He's like, "You're okay, buddy. You're fine." Catches his breath and then like hops back and tries to like use the rapier and it just does that thing where it bends again like for the first time. Wow. Oh. And I look at it and I, I mouth, "I'm sorry." <laughs> That's the end of my turn. Calden, are you ready to continue this? Yes. All of your friends are counting on you outside. They are going through a tremendous ordeal. And you've, you, you have not failed them thus far. You are doing a tremendous job. No pressure. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> um, can, can I, uh, uh, do, can I pitch you a thing? I'd like to if you'll let me lose, use my last sorcery point to give myself advantage on the roll, just sort of like let that magic course through me. Is that something you'll allow? You know what? I will. Awesome. You are the best. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. So Arcana advantage there we go. That is another success. And I've got I'm all I'm I'm tapped out a sorcery points. So things are starting to get a little desperate around here. Calden's throwing everything he's got at this. Healing uh healing is running low. Uh points are starting to run low out on the battlefield here and uh this is this this is desperate. These things are not playing around. They are desperately trying to get into this tower, and it seems as though if they got their way, they would rip Calden to shreds. So just just in a little FYI. Larg, your turn. All right, so if I shift to the space to the left of the second Klikor, I draw an attack from that those flesh golems. Like if I move here? Yeah, I believe so, because, yeah. Unless you disengage. Yeah, you know what? I'm just going to disengage in that point. Okay. And, um, well, it's going to burn up all my movement, but I'll move here. Okay. And that'll be my turn. All right. Let's see. Flesh Golem number five is gone. Flesh, no- uh, Flesh Golem number two is gone. That brings up Callie. Who wants to see a wall of flame? Yes, please. <laughs> Light it up, mama. <laughs> I feel like when when Lark step when Lark like rushes back, all me and Elena at the same time are like, "Kelly, fire!" 
All right, I'm gonna throw some fire down on that oil. Okay. Light it up. So this thing is gonna go up. We're talking like eight, nine foot, you know, wall of fire here. Like it, when it erupts, it, this is this is because there's like I imagine there's straw mixed in there and stuff like that. This oh, is yeah. pretty, pretty highly flammable. The clacor is gonna go up. Ah, oh, fuck yeah. And we're going to do 2d10 damage to it. That is 6 damage to the Glacor. Yes. Anything else? So now you have a wall of fire separating your team from their team. Except for the Glacor on the other side. Cool. Um, I have a question. Yes. So my produce flames were already like on. Can I... Does, does it take my whole action to throw that or... As, like, can I relight my produced flames? Because they go out when I throw the fire. I think it's going to take an action. Okay. Because I think fine. it's, yeah. No big deal. That's it, then. All right. Flesh Goblin number three is uh, kind of trapped here on the other side. So let's uh, let's skip forward here. Tatiana. That's me. Your turn. Okay. So... Being that this wall of fire is now up, uh, she's only got one clear target, which is this Clacor. And she's going to shoot her short bow at it. No fire this time. Oof. Oof, that's going to just miss here. That's going to hit the ground near Larg and Braylon. Even, even though I still have Bardic Inspiration? I get to oh, roll d d6? Roll that d6? Yeah! Didn't help at all. <laughs> oh, that's a one. So yeah, that's. I'd say that land right in between Larg and Braylon. At least I didn't hit him. So I'll no. Take it. no, Braylon no. put his thumbs up without looking behind him. Like yeah, I know you tried. Clacore <laughs> oh. number one. Oh boy, howdy! If he attacks anybody other than me, he'll have disadvantage. Well, then let's attack us a Larg. I mean. <laughs> 14's gonna miss! There you go. Klikor number two is going to leap through the wall of flame. I knew it. Take more damage. Damn it. So take another, well, another damage. One damage from the flame. And streak over here and mix it up. He is also going to target Larg. 20 Mm. will hit. That'll do it. 19 damage to Larg. Alright. All the golems are trapped on the other side of the wall of flame. That brings up Elena. Okay. Uh, she's going to go for Klikor 1. That will hit! Perfect. Um, let's see, Klikor 1. So, she's also going to use, uh, distracting strike basically um I expend one superiority die uh and I add it to the damage roll but the next attack roll against the target by an attacker other than me has advantage um if it's made before the start of my next turn ooh so you are yeah you are just trying to keep these things off brain it sounds like and and Try to try to focus fire it down. Yeah. So right. I'm gonna roll damage and then 
another D8. Okay. So. That's not one damage, because I have great weapon fighting. Um, so I can re-roll the damage, and then we have to use that one. Okay, go right ahead. Okay, so we're going to redo that. Oh, oh that's max damage perfect. instead. Well. Um, and then the D8, because of the... Holy moly. Max damage again. So that is 20 damage to the Klikor. Nice. Holy shit. That is amazing. So so Elena is going to stab this Klikor in the chest, then rear back and stab it in the throat. And it's going to, it's it, the entire time it's just, just like these weird, awful noises. <laughs> well. <laughs> Braylon, your turn. Uh, don't have much left, but I'll try and uh, I'll try and attack the Klikor again with my rapier. So it's gonna like kind of shake it off. Ah, try again. It's with advantage. Let me turn it on real quick. Oh well, let's take the twenty. Whoa! Holy shit! Okay, we dropped a one to take a twenty, folks. <laughs> That's so awesome. Critical hit. It's the table's a six, right? Yep. And the da- let's do damage or do I roll the damage? Uh, you roll damage. Go right ahead. Ah. Oh my god, yeah. 13 damage to the Klikor, and you're going to knock it down. Ooh, go prone, foo. Oof. So Brandon's like all like panicked. Ah! Just attacks out of pure rage, and I think like somehow just manages to get the rapier in a nice spot between like the... The little like chite armor and like the the neck collarbone area, just like perfect squishy zone, and pulls right back out. Oh man, that is so fucking cool. And I'm done. Calden. Jason. Yeah. Before Calden makes his next skill check, can I? I I had read up on this a little bit a while ago. Um, can I give him my inspiration point? <laughs> Tension's killing me. Well, that is a good idea if if it is allowed, <laughs> Jamie. You know what? Yeah, go ahead. Oh yeah. So, I picture Tatiana like after missing this clacor and seeing Braylon bleeding. <laughs> She's gonna look back to Calden and say something incredibly inspirational to him, uh, and just be like, "Calden, you've got this. You can do this." And then. Ta-da, here's your inspiration point. All right, so you get advantage on this next roll, if you choose to use the inspiration here. Hell yes, I do. All right. (laughs) Do Uh, me a favor. Give me an Arcana check with inspiration. That is one more success. Yes! Mm. Oh my god, I was going to (laughs) cry. Oh, so Calden at this, like, he's deep in his, like, uh, chanting and, like, arcane moment, but from somewhere outside of this, he hears, like, this echoing voice, like, you can do it, Calden, Calden, he, like, hears that, and he begins to just sort of, like, levitate off the ground a little bit, just ever so slightly, and a bit more, like, snow and ice begins to, like, billow out from him and out the windows, did we get it? Are we done? <laughs> <laughs> Colin is going to feel something. 
Colin is going to feel uh, the beginning of the end here. This 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 counterspell feels like it's wrapping up, but not quite wrapped up. Larg, your turn. All right, um, Braylon, what's your what's your hit point maximum? What are you at now? My maximum, sir, is seventeen. I currently have lost eleven. So I have okay. six left before I pass out. All right, go ahead and go back up to maximum. Log is going to basically reach through and put a hand on his shoulder, and that same kind of white glow is going to come, and he's going to spend 11 of his 15 lay on hand points. Good lord. Oops. As Lark reaches out and does that, Brandon is going to look at him and have like those anime eyes, like the tears. Thank you so much. <laughs> And he'll just give a nod, like, good job, buddy. And that's it. All right, Callie, your turn. It's not a big deal. Like, they're still doing okay. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's not, like, dire straits. So I'm just going to use one of my first level spells, and I'm going to do fairy fire. Um, And so I'm going to, like, aim it on the click core number one, but it'll hit both of them. Um, So there's going to be, like, this green light that shoots down and like falls over the area and they have to make a dexterity saving throw. So what am I doing with my life? Hold on. (laughs) Me every day. (laughs) I think I have to do them. And then is that the right one? There we go. That is the right one. They both succeeded. Well, then nothing happens. They both rolled the exact same thing. Which wow. is exactly my spell save. It's, it, oh. it's exactly. What a fuck you. What yeah. a- <laughs> they turn around and, and give Callie the finger. So, like, the screen light's just going to shoot out and going to, like, cover the area, but then it's just going to, like, dissipate immediately. Speaking of light, there's this crackling energy coming from behind Callie with the bell and Calden, and there's this. Uh, there's this faint light that's going to be shining up into the sky itself. And by now the sun has, the sun has pretty much set and it's, it would be beautiful from far away. In the middle of this, I don't think the beauty of it is really shining through. But here's what we're gonna do. I am going to ask Braylon. Of course. Yeah. What's up? Do me a favor. Mm-hmm. Give me a flat D4. Also, I just want to add that this is the second time that Colin and I have experienced a light shooting into the sky. I was going to say, <laughs> we're like, we're, we're pillars of light. Yeah. Three okay. more Clacor are going to. Uh, wow. Uh, Why not? Wow. Why not? I may have doomed us all. I'm sorry. <clears throat> not going to lie, I'm glad I'm up here. <laughs> I imagine Tatiana say that in real life, like, really to herself. As those three show up. (laughs) She would. (laughs) Now, the good news is they're on the other side of this wall of flame. That's not going to slow... That's not going to stop them. It will slow them down a little bit, and they will take some damage coming through it, if that's what they decide to do. Flesh golems are not even a problem anymore. I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret. Things are looking really dire right now, and that's because the spell is going so well. It's drawing these things to you. They are desperately trying to stop... Calden from finishing this ritual. 
the demon beneath Dollenhurst is doing everything it can to stop this from happening, which means it's throwing out all the stops. And sadly, you guys, you guys are caught right in the middle of the path here. The good news is, if Calden gets one more success, then the ritual will be complete. You guys ready to do this? Never round, baby. <laughs> Tatiana, your turn starting round five. Okay. Uh, Callie, do I get fire? No, sorry. No fire? Okay, that's okay. Um, she is going to aim over actually at core one, and she's going to fire a short bow again. And, prob- and probably miss. That one's gonna miss. But I still have Bardic Inspiration. Wait, does it work? No, no, it's over. No, you can't use it again. One and done. Yeah. Oh, it's one and done. Never mind. Yeah, okay, it doesn't I matter. Missed. That would have missed anyways. I missed. It sucks. Whatever. Oh, <laughs> That's I like it. trying to sneak that in there. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Glacor number one is going to attack Larg and miss. Glacor <laughs> number two is going to attack Braylon. Disadvantage. With disadvantage. Oh, good. Mm. <laughs> wow. Mm. That's, that's a 24. That is... Uh... No, that's disadvantage. He takes the eight, but either way, it still hits me. Oh, no, that was Larg. I'm he sorry. dropped a 19. Holy crap. Well, that's just bad luck. Yeah. Ah, oh, Jesus. Uh, that is 14 damage to Braylon. Clacor number three is going to... One, two, three, four, five... Race and jump through the fire. Take uh, a D8 damage. So that's six damage right off the bat before this Clacor does anything. And it is going to target Elena and miss... That is such a badass image, though. These, like, horrible demons just leaping through this wall of fire, just like... Oh, you know what? I'm gonna do a thing. (gasps) Just because I think it'll be so cool. Like, so this Klikor, right? It runs through the fire, leaps through it, catches it on fire, takes damage, uh, tries to swipe at um, Elena, misses. And so she... Uh, we'll use repost again. And so she's going to, as it comes toward her and it misses, she'll take her sword and try and plunge it into the Klokor. Ooh. So. This is your last one, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's do this. So. Nail it. That will hit. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to do damage. Good. And then. Seven my superiority die damage. Which is another six. Good lord. So in this one round, that Kokor took 19 damage, leaping through the fire and then getting stabbed by Elena. Badass. These things are, these things got some health on them. They do, they do. Holy crap, that's more than me. Badass scene, though. Elena, your turn. Okay. Um... So she just finished stabbing this Klokor, and she's going to take it out, turn around, and try and hit this one that's 
been around for too long, in her opinion. So she's Go going to attack Clacor one. That is a crit! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Do me a favor, roll damage. Okay, and it automatically does crit damage, right? Yep. That will kill the Clacor. Thank God. Tell me how you finish this thing off. So, she took it out of Clacor number, what was that, three, quickly turns around and just swings her sword and slices it in half. Boop. From from crotch up, boom, just done. These things don't really have crotches, but you get the idea. (laughs) In twain, it is going to fall to the ground. Anything else for your turn? Uh, nope, that is it. That's pretty damn productive. <laughs> <laughs> Send uh, your Clacor crotch artwork to... Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> please don't. Hey, no, please don't. That was like the most... The highest damage done in any round, I think, in a long time. I know, yeah. oh my god. Mm-hmm. MVP, Elena. Holy crap. Kakor number four is going to leap through the fire and attack Larg, but first it's going to take 1d8. Boom, four damage to the Kakor. It is going to target Larg. It is so going to miss. I, like, envision these things, like, trying to, like, just bash him, and he's just kind of standing there watching them hit his armor like nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Is somebody there? What is this? (laughs) Braylon. So after I get swiped, I'm like, ah, he's going to start bleeding again. (laughs) <laughs> he's gonna look up at the tower for like a second and he's gonna whisper in his breath god Calden, please hurry up and I will shift one right it's pretty good yeah. and I'm gonna be like back to back with Elena and I'm gonna say hey good job keep doing good stuff okay and then I'm gonna try and stab number two that'll hit Woo-hoo. no advantage needed oh sucks horse six damage to the core. And that pulls it back, actually gets like a nice little belly spice. Like, hoo, hoo, hoo. that's it. Oh boy, can you feel it? Can you feel it in the air, everybody? Calden? I can feel it in the air tonight. Oh. I think you're out of stuff. I think you're out of. Yeah, I, I don't know if there's anything else I can do, but I think it's just, it's got to come down to this roll. You know what I'm saying? Here we go. The bell is ready to be struck to finalize this. (laughs) (laughs) That is five successes that will finish the ritual. With the help of all of his friends and uh, the power of his magic, Calden finally, like, steps down from this short levitation onto the ground and says the final uh, phrase of, uh, of this uh, incantation. And just with his finger, with his one hand, he flicks the bell hanging in the air and it makes a chime. So... It's going to start as a chime up up top on the tower, and it is going to ring out as if someone struck 
this massive bell with a hammer. And it's going to ring out. And for a moment, nothing's going to happen. And then Colin's going to feel something. Colin's going to feel as though something is in him. Um, taking control over his body. Colin's going to get a thousand images flashing through his head over and over and over and over again, just kind of as if someone's flipping through a slideshow at, at, at maximum speed. And if Callie and Tatiana were to look at Keldon right now, those are not Keldon's eyes looking back. Keldon's arm is going to regenerate. <gasps> what? But it's going to be skeletal. So this skeletal arm covered in loose bits of muscle is going to sprout from the stump. And there's going to be a single eyeball in the palm of his hand. Kind of purple, black. Calden is going to point that up into the sky. And there's going to be this tremendous purple light that is going to erupt from it. A shotgun blast of magic. All of these Klakor are going to erupt in this purple flame. Everybody on the ground is going to, for one brief second, catch a glimpse of what looks to be a giant scythe running through these things. They are all going to drop dead, gone, ash. Everything in Donhurst, save for the flames in front of you, is going to go deathly silent. Calden is going to return to normal and fall down unconscious. And the bell is going to stop chiming. Guys, I feel like that's probably a good time for us to stop. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> okay, anyway, so let me clarify. Does he have an arm still? Or is it gone? <laughs> it was just Vecna for a moment. It was, yeah. Is that what it was? Just for like a brief second and just like, okay, bye. A little bit, yeah. Oh, man. She didn't even give him an arm. He just <laughs> saved the world. Vecna's not a good... That's, Vecna's a bad god, I thought. Like one of the, one of the mean ones. Good and bad are subjective. <laughs> Holy shit. Across the ocean, on the island of Boten, home to the Goliath, Finway Dawnharp and Dagon Arkenscape make their way through the jungles in order to reach the gate that got them to the island in the first place. After exploring the area for some time and meeting some of the locals, the two realized that it was time to continue their journey. Finway is going to approach Dagon. And uh, I would imagine that there's a routine for this. You guys have done this. Uh, you've done this a handful of times. But um, he's going to sort of approach Dagon, and you could tell he's a little pensive. Uh, he's not confrontational. He's not 
he's, he doesn't like to bother people. Mm-hmm. Hey, Dagon, don't get me wrong. I really appreciate you taking me with you, and I've really enjoyed getting a chance to explore and watch you use these gates. But, um, the, the last time I saw you before all this, it really looked like you were struggling and now it's almost effortless. And I've never seen a scion be able to do that. I, I was just wondering if maybe you could tell me a little bit about that process. I'd love to get some down for the notes and honestly, I'm, just pretty curious. Hmm. Dagon will, uh, sort of, you know, uh, slap away some bugs and whatever that are flying all around him. He's not really comfortable in this, uh, climate actually, but, uh, he'll look at Finway and just say, hmm, Locon. Uh, Locom? Did you know that there are no more Scions? <laughs> um, you're a Scion. I, I, I've watched you open these gates for weeks now. Um, I opened the gate once before. You saw me struggle here and free helped me out, but um, there was one other time and uh, it took took quite a bit of anger to push me to the point where I could open it. Obviously now, it doesn't take much effort at all. But uh, when I was able to open it, it was to get to Kion to do you know much about the seal in Kion? I know what Poe told me, but he wasn't, um, he wasn't in the best shape. He, with Bree dying, he wasn't, um, but yeah, he, he, he told me certain things. It sounded terrible. It was, uh, it was rough. Bree... Bree made a sacrifice. Actually, a few people made a sacrifice. But when that gate was opened, that was it for Scions. There was no need for us anymore. So how are you opening these gates? Have you ever ever lost something that meant so much to you? That you would do anything to have that back in some shape or form. Finway's going to have a seat um, next to this large stone tablet here the, the gate sits on. And it's the same way you guys came in. <clears throat> and there's sort of rocks next to it, just part of the natural landscape. <clears throat> I lost my family when I was younger. There was, uh, well, the Warforged didn't take kindly to elves. 
I didn't really see where there was much I could do about it, though. I joined the Ravens when I was a little older, and they were kind enough to take me in. All I've ever really been good at is research, so I just stuck to that. But if you had the chance to bring back your family, wouldn't that be worth trying? Well, yeah, of course. Well, oddly enough, I had that chance, and I got my family back. You must know the Aladdin are alive and well. Yeah, um, living in Onakal. Yeah. That's right. Except they're about a hundred years removed. I mean, the day they disappeared to them is the day they came back. Oh. I I guess I never thought about that, but... I mean, everyone can adjust, though, right? Finway, I'm older than my parents. Oh, well... I could see where that would be pretty weird. <laughs> I mean... I'm grateful they're alive. And... I was happy to be with them, and... Despite getting my family back. Once I lost my power, there was just a gaping hole inside. And I thought for sure, um, the Eladrin who created that power in the first place would surely give it back to me. I mean, after all, they're, I don't want to sound selfish, but I did contribute largely to them coming back. Not that I was doing it for favors. Right. But they didn't. No. My mother and I took it to the High Council, and they ruled against it. They didn't want to mess with that kind of magic anymore and they denied it to me I'm really sorry Dagon that that had to hurt deeply so um, I took it upon myself to find power elsewhere and without regret, this is something I chose to do, and I I made a pact. With what? Locon. You can, um, you can see Finway trying to access, you know, portions of his brain. He's like, okay, wait, why does that name sound familiar? Now that it's in context, so you're saying you made a pact w with a demon. You you sold your soul. 
what was left of it. You have to understand, I... I should have been filled by the, by the fact that my family was back. My fiancé was back. But she's... She's a kid. My parents could be my children. Do you know how awkward that is? I, I can't imagine. But... Aren't you afraid of what's going to happen when you die? I've had so much taken from me. There's not much I'm afraid of anymore. He's going to rub his uh, forehead just a little bit. So you sold your soul so you can use the gates again just, just to have that same power back? It's not just about power. It's partly about the gates. I became rather attached to them. It's about being whole and fulfilling a need. Well, look... Trust me, I more than anyone want to see everyone eventually be able to use these gates. Do you know how many lives that could save if people could not only get across the continent quickly, but maybe one day be able to get anywhere they need in just a few seconds time? I do. And isn't that worth the sacrifice of one partial soul to benefit the rest okay um, I thought we were exploring these continents and now I'm starting to get the impression that we're not just exploring are we you're a smart guy Finlay I may have an ulterior motive, but for now, I would like to map out these gates with you. Maybe find a more sustainable power source. And when we're ready, we can reveal it to Theria. Well, I guess you already did the thing. I mean, you can't undo it, right? Nope. Believe me, I thought about it for a very long time. All right, then we might as well keep going. Finway's, um, Finway's going to hold out his hand to shake Dagon's. You'll shake it. In a weird way, I kind of admire you. Hmm. How so? I mean, I don't think I would have done what you did, but at the same time, you you know what you wanted, and you're making that happen. 
kind of respect that, I guess. Well, thank you, Fenway. I know it doesn't always go as planned, but I have some experience in things working out one way or another. Where to next? He's going to uh, sort of snap out of his 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 train of thought here and and uh, reach in to get this little book he's keeping notes in. Well, that's four gates so far that we know of. We pretty much know where they lead. I guess we power this one up and jump to a new one. You ready to give it a try? Into the unknown. I admit I'm looking forward to leaving the jungle behind. The Goliath were nice enough, but I don't really care for this weather either. No, I don't know how anyone could possibly live here. So I'd imagine Dagon would step up. And they've been through this routine before, kind of places hands on the two, uh, the two handholds. And through just some concentration, but not a lot of straining, this, uh, blackish, purplish light is going to emanate from Dagon's hands. The gate is going to power up. And through the other side, you're going to feel this heat. And, Dagon and Finway, if they, if they look through, this is the, 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 this is pretty clear. You can actually see through this. This is the most, uh, the most powered and, and, and focused the gates, uh, the gates have been since, since Dagon's received these powers. And you're going to see <laughs> sand and rock. And you're going to feel that heat on the other side. And immediately Finway is going to exp- Express some displeasure here. <laughs> I think I know where we're going next. Hmm. Jungle doesn't seem so bad anymore, does it? Well, it's not that you like to turn back if we wanted to, but uh, I think that's Kodai we're going to next. There's supposed to be a lost civilization there. Well, that sounds like an adventure. Good Lord, everybody. What an episode today. And what a fantastic way to kind of close out the month here. Obviously, on the 22nd, Friday, the 22nd, we're going to be doing extended rest and we want to see you there. It's at 9 p.m. Eastern uh, for the last Monday of every month. We like to try and post an extended rest for everybody in the feed and we always record them on the Friday before that. So... That's what we're going to be doing. Obviously, everyone is welcome. We try and take everybody's feedback on the fly and respond to people. And uh, and and we usually have a huge blast doing that. We're going to be doing a little bit of something new uh, in that uh, we're going to be reading uh, iTunes reviews. Uh, the last few iTunes reviews we get, 
We're going to try and read them and uh, credit people who do that. So if you've been holding back on iTunes reviews, do it now. And that way it'll at least appear on Extended Rest, and we'll we'll try to get to that. You can also support us by going to patreon.com slash d-a-n-d-r for a dollar one dollar you can help support the show keep our lights on keep us doing what we do uh, week in and week out and you can get some cool content for yourself of course you could send us an email at dandrpodcast at gmail.com that's dandrpodcast at gmail.com if you have any feedback there's uh, our facebook page twitter our website at dandrpodcast.com there are a thousand and one ways to reach us if you got something on your mind. There's an official Facebook group and a Discord if you're on our Patreon. Thank you guys for hanging out with us for the month. Thank you for uh, thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for all your feedback and thank you so much for your support. We'll see you guys next time with extended rest. Bye. <laughs>